everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about Lifetime movies. I'm Anne. And I'm Bridget. This week, we chose Menu for Murder. Oh, I loved it so much. I loved this movie. (laughs) The fashions, the acting, the drama, the PTA meetings. Oh, my God. This was insane. Yes, I, um, next to the title I put, AKA Murder She Wrote Meets Designing Women. It, for real, it was. Yes. It was. An all-star cast. Oh my Everyone God. was in this movie. I wait, wait, when was it made? 1990. Wow, really? Okay. So, I mean, really, these women were kind of all, well, especially Edie McClurg, at their... <laughs> peak kind of right Mm -hmm. around then um so we have morgan fairchild Mm -hmm. cindy williams who is shirley from laverne and shirley yep edie mcclure wait Um, who's edie mcclure is that charlene she's what she's patsy with the hair oh yes you know her you know i do she's from everything yeah um, who else was in this? Oh, the fucking douchebag, like, psychiatrist from the Terminator movies was the guy who plays the principal. Oh, I knew he looked familiar. And then, what was, Julia Duffy? Julia yeah. Duffy, she's from yeah. Designing Women. I know That's her from Newhart. <laughs> oh, yep. I saw that on her IMDb, but I don't think I really watched that. I mean, everyone was in this film. Yes. It was awesome. It was, it was oh, and, um... Marla Gibbs as Marty from 227. Oh, I recognized her. I recognized her, but I was like, I don't know from what. Okay. I watched so much of 227 for some reason. I I feel like I watched it like with my grandma and I have forgotten about it until now. Cause I know I've seen it and I, it's not something I watched at my house. It had to have been at my grandma's house. Since those were the only two places I ever went with TV. I'm just <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm kidding, everyone. <laughs> so because there that. are so many characters, I went through and made a little list of all the women and some of their traits. Would you like to hear my Yes. Oh, here? my God, yes. Okay. Okay. Menu for murder. Who's who? Take one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have Jan. Horrid bitch, Madam President of the PTA, and our first murder victim. She is awful, and thank God she died. If they made this movie now, uh, Tori Spelling would play that character, right? Mm, probably, yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah, she's just like good at really being mean. Um, okay, Susan, played by Julia Duffy, hardworking mom, <laughs> most reasonable person, 1990, <laughs> and <laughs> maker of crab sandwiches. Yes. Very beautiful, too. Very pretty. Yes, very pretty. Um, Paula, who is Morgan Fairchild, a fashionista with a scathing wit, murder victim number two. <laughs> she is, she's like the Samantha of the PCA. Yes, and her outfits are something else. Oh, you want to know whose outfits were my favorite? Julia's. Julia's, the exterminator's <laughs> wife. New to town, the most horrendous fashion I have 
ever seen in my life. Yeah, literally about Julia, I wrote new money, insane dresser. <laughs> like, oh my God. There was one scene where she was wearing a literal like <laughs> gift wrap bow in her hair. <laughs> and I was like, bouncing like, off of yeah. her fan. Like, I was like, like that's like. not a bow, like a gift. <laughs> ribbon and I was like no yeah it is that's a big ass bow almost the size (laughs) of the ones they put on cars like it was huge oh boy okay so that's Julia um Connie is Shirley of Laverne and Shirley she's our minutes taker the wife of a political candidate and spoiler alert secret alcoholic Marty is Marla Gibbs, real estate agent, widow. Her husband was killed in a hit and run. And Patsy, our salon owner, has a red mullet and quietly doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks of her. Right. And then, wait, who's the other one? Oh, Charlene adds innuendo to everything she says. Talks crazy. Has a hard time making a point and a member of the Opera Association. She... Hello, hello. <laughs> like, well, like, yeah, she's our first voice. I think we hear. She is, and I was delighted. Lot. Everyone pulls hello. into the parking lot, getting out of their cars. Right? These women are dressed to the nines for a fucking PTA meeting in beautiful Encino, California. So they're all <laughs> yeah. rich, right? They're all rich. Mm-hmm. Showing up to the PTA meeting. Um, Morgan Fairchild is dressed like a watermelon. She has, like, this outfit. It's, like, a hot pink on top and then, like, slowly transitions into bright green and she literally looks like a slice of watermelon. It with shoulder does. Back. Now that you say that, it definitely does resemble that. But beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> she pulled it off. She pulled it off, though. Um, Julia, the exterminator's wife, rolls into the parking lot in the exterminator van, like with the big mm-hmm. giant roach on the top, and everyone's <laughs> like, oh my God. A scandal. <laughs> it was so crazy. So they're having this PTA meeting. Jan is the president, the new president of the PTA. Mm-hmm. She's just straight off the bat a real bitch. Like, yeah, she seems real fun to be around. She's like talking shit to Charlene, who was the president last year. And she's (laughs) like giving her bullshit. But then you know what? Credit where credit is due. Charlene is complimented on her wonderful purchase of blackboard erasers that she made. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But Jan is like, we're taking it next level guys. Fuck these erasers. Mm-hmm. We want a pool. We're want a pool. Our kids need a pool. Like they, they say at one point, they're like, our kids can't be going to the public pool. You guys belong to a fucking country club. What are you talking about? Yes. My God. I <laughs> couldn't begin to wrap my brain around that argument. So they're going over figures. They had this big garage sale, which only netted $312. Mm-hmm. Which seems pretty good in 1990. Well, but then when you consider the fact that they had a bake sale and made $270. That's true. That Those numbers don't seem to go together. Like, I would expect the garage sale would bring in a shit ton more money. Unless they were selling, like, pot brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Charging premium back then. Well, someone, maybe Susan, suggests it was the merchandise they had. And then they all make fun of Jan for putting something 
Gucci in the a thing. Gucci, like, Gucci, baby Gucci, 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 Gucci. And then as uh, Connie's taking the minute, she's like, a Gucci, Gucci, a Gucci, Gucci. <laughs> what is happening? So many moments in this. I was like, they are really trying to make this a comedy. And these jokes are weird. It was <laughs> like, just what? bizarre. Another thing about this movie was there were so many scenes in it that like <gasps> did it did matter not need to be there. like just the women so talking to each other in so many different locations but, yeah that don't move us any further no, toward knowing who the killer such is a waste. <laughs> so weird <laughs> so we we learn that the guy from terminator is the principal of the school and there's also a teacher who like doesn't like the PTA because he thinks they like waste their money and spend it on things the kids don't need. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he acts like he's teaching in a real poor school district, but we know where these people live and where they go to public school. So it doesn't make any sense that he would care at all what the PTA is. Yeah. I don't, I don't either. I don't understand it. Um, there's one point where Jan, with her sassy attitude, is like, I'm the president of the PTA. I can have whatever damn attitude I want to. <laughs> and then Connie, like, dry <laughs> heaves. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so <laughs> stupid. So they're leaving the meeting. And Susan almost runs down Jan in the parking lot. <laughs> This is weird and never really. She like just comes out of nowhere, flooring it. And Jan just stands there like, oh, a car's coming towards me. (laughs) Susan stops the car, says that her heel got stuck under the gas pedal. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of heels are you wearing? They're like spiky yellow. And then Paula's like, "Mm, too bad you didn't finish the job. Power (laughs) to the people. These women are very flippant about their like, Lies. Mom friends <laughs> being murdered off. There are so many jokes that are so dark. And they just, just like, like still what? continue with their lives going on and just laughing and talking I, shit. Like it they, was really like <laughs> very sinister, these women. They, I know it was awful. So Susan is making her sandwiches for for the big <laughs> luncheon. <laughs> Her crab the, and watercress sandwiches. Her husband is in there. He's like, this stuff is everywhere. You're, made, you're doing too much work. Homemade croissants? Croissants? <laughs> I know he said, like, okay, guy, we get it. You've been to France. Very cool. <laughs> but, like, why did she make? Do you know how long those take? Like, why would you make those for a luncheon? But I anyway. Don't, I don't. There's, know. like, mustard and mayonnaise and just bowls of stuff everywhere. And her husband throws a Full temper tantrum because he gets a mustard on his shirt. <sighs> hey, guess what? He provided with the solution to put on a different shirt. Go change your <laughs> fucking shirt. It's just like, what am I supposed to do now? Get it out, Susan. <laughs> like, bro, calm down. Go get another shirt. You have like a high power job. You clearly make a ton of money. I'm sure you have a few other dress shirts hanging up in your gigantic closet. Get fucked, Roger. I don't even know if that's his name, but... Let me tell you something, Anne. I have no idea what his name was because I only refer to him as idiot in my notes. (laughs) I cannot believe how fucking stupid this man is. was so mean. (laughs) 
And then he finally goes to change his shirt and he's like pissed at her. And he's like, he's like, well, I'm going to go change my shirt, I guess. Okay, big boy, go do that. Like, get absolutely fucked. Get absolutely yes. fucked. Yes. Oh, he was awful. So they're at the luncheon. Um, it's outside, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, fold out tables and balloons. Jan, this is tacky. $25 a person. $25 a person. And they are basically getting like some kind of weird meatloaf and Ugh. crab sandwich. Like that kind of seems to be what's going and on. Pound cake, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pound cake. <laughs> um, so they're trying to raise money for the pool. Jan is being just a real cunt to um to Patsy. Everyone. Especially oh, yeah. Patsy, because Patsy said something about like how she's gonna donate her tips mm. to like mm-hmm. help fund the pool. And Jan was like, Oh great, so we'll be able to make change for a dollar. Like, <laughs> what the That's fuck? It's really mean, but it's also very funny. She's so mean. And then but Patsy's like, I don't give a fuck. She's a bitch, and I know she's a bitch, and she's just jealous because I'm happy and independent and like yep. I yep. don't give a fuck about her. And I was like, I was like, okay, Patsy. Yes, Patsy. <laughs> The sandwiches were going so fast. Everybody loved those sandwiches. Charlene ate four of them. So Jan sends Paula, right? She sends Uh, somebody. Susan. She sends Susan, yeah, to fetch her a sandwich. And she fucking just dies. Like She takes a bite, is like (laughs) chewing for a half second, and just drops dead. Yeah. No, did you have closed captioning on for this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when she collapses and the crowd gathers around, someone says, somebody call the doctor. And the principal goes, he's a friend of mine. And someone in the back goes, he is? <laughs> <laughs> like, what unnecessary <laughs> lines to put in <laughs> Why? Like what? That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to that. I guess that's so He's a funny. Friend of mine, he is. What? <laughs> They're all at Jan's funeral, and acting it's so horribly, crazy. Because like to me, she fucking choked on the sandwich, right? There's been no other explanation, but everyone is like. <laughs> She was murdered, like straight up fucking yes. killed. And everyone's like, who she nobody she choked on a sandwich. That's what it looks like happened. How is everybody like, what's going on? When when Connie's husband, the politician, <laughs> he was tough. Someone was like, maybe it was food poisoning. And he was like, well, actually, I went to a conference and there were general practitioners there. And granted, they are just general practitioners, <laughs> but they know their stuff. And they say it is very unlikely <laughs> to die instantly from food poisoning. And they're all like, oh, wow, I never knew that. Thank you so much, Steve. But his whole, like, delivery of that, it's- like... Well, it's his only line, and he wasn't going to let it go to waste. He does have a line at the fair later. He's the one dressed up. Oh, that's him. true. He does. <laughs> Morgan Fairchild offers sympathy to Jan's husband, but it's 
also like really bitchy and rude. <laughs> and what do we well, find out here? Oh, that uh, Jan's husband used to be Paula's husband. And yeah. they cheated together. Yeah. Um, I do really <laughs> like that we find that out because the husband's like, don't act like you care. You never liked her. And she's like, I liked her. Once. <laughs> Wistfully. When it's just Before. died. <laughs> yeah, nobody, so, nobody, like, I don't know. I guess if you're amongst friends, you can be honest with your feelings after somebody dies and they weren't a good person. But these women are just so flat out like, oh, no, she was a fucking cunt. Ha, 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 ha. It is pretty wild. Um, so the cop turns up at the funeral. Nobody knows he's a cop at first. And they're all like, ooh, who's he? One of Jan's lovers. <laughs> Someone says it's a total sex god. He's a total sex god. How would you know yeah. that? You don't know that. But also, I they really play up that this guy's like a dreamboat. <laughs> He just doesn't do it for me. Not at all. He looks like there's a look for everyone out there, but this guy is not like a universal kind of handsome. No, he wasn't at all. It was so strange. Yeah, it was. It was strange. Um, nobody wants to share a story about Jan. The minister, even her like, husband. <laughs> minister's like, would anyone like to say a few words? And no one says a fucking thing. Susan's talking to her daughter, Chrissy, like as they're leaving the funeral. And Chrissy was like, oh, that was my first funeral I've ever been to. Didn't like that at all. And her mom's like, well, just make it a point that none of your friends die. (laughs) Uh, Okay. That seems like. So flippant. So flippant. And also, why would you say that? Like, you can't, you're going to cause your friend, your your daughter issues. If one of her friends does die, Mm -hmm. she's going to be like, what did I do? How did I kill him? Yes, that conversation was crazy. (laughs) Susan's being interviewed by Joe, the cop, right? Yeah, he goes, she goes back to the police station with her. And where, where's idiot when this is happening? In the hallway, screaming her name. (laughs) The top of his lungs. Susan! (laughs) (laughs) An idiot. He's like literally banging on the window. I don't know. I guess please don't act a fool if your spouse <laughs> is like being questioned at the police station about a murder of their friend. Like his my behavior goodness. made no sense. So crazy. And then Joe, Joe tells her it was the, it was the sandwiches. Oh my God. It was the sandwiches. <laughs> and then he goes crab and watercress, right? Isn't that like parsley? <laughs> what? What the fuck? And turns out there's some kind of poison in there. It was digitalis, which I looked up, and it says it's the dried leaves of the common foxglove and used in medicine to strengthen contractions of the heart muscle. So it makes sense that it could kill you very quickly. There was enough to kill a small rhino. (laughs) (laughs) How much was in there? (laughs) Or like a very, very large man. Yeah. Barely. I can anywhere near you for me on that one. <laughs> so he gets all in her face and it's like a cute. And she her. is like horny. The second he gets close to her face, she's like, 
I just, I wouldn't do anything like this. And like staring at his lips. I'm like, what is happening? My God. It was ridiculous. So stupid. So she, (laughs) oh, he, he tells her her sandwich was the murder weapon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which I quite liked. She's talking to her husband later on about being questioned. And she's like, am I going to go to jail? And then the only thing she can think about is if she would have a private bathroom going to jail. That's her only concern is if she has a private bathroom. Um, Well, rich lady. Uh, Her husband, like, could not care less that she's in distress. And he's, like, looking at his watch while he's pretending to hug her. And then he's like, well, I got to go talk about architecture. Guess I better go. And then Joe shows up at the house right as he's leaving and her kids are like, her her son's friend or something is like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And her son's like, I think mom's getting arrested. Awesome! He has like a Bill and Ted moment where he does like a fake guitar. And he's like, yeah, I'm excellent or whatever. So stupid. Also, when the idiot throws the kids out of the house, he's like, go join a rock band or something. Just get out of here. That's bad. <laughs> such a bad person. So she's eventually cleared as a suspect. Just, I guess, because Joe, like, gets a good vibe from her. He just thinks that she's not. (laughs) She's too smart to be so obvious about killing her with her own sandwich. Oh, my God. (laughs) So she's cleared as a suspect, and then they, like, partner up to solve this murder. They become, like, BFFs. It's so (laughs) weird. She's, like... He's telling her how, you know, he is not used to this, you know, rich housewife kind of life. Yes. She's flabbergasted that he can drink tap water. Do you She's know so, what's in that stuff? So disgusted. And he's like, you know what? I need you to be my tour guide on being a rich bitch Pe- Beverly Hills, like, or Encino PTA mom. Mm-hmm. Give me a tour of it. Like, okay. He wants her to, like, take her around to, like, places everyone goes and tell them about their lives. It's like activities that they do. It's so strange. So she brings him to the, I guess, the country club. And they're sitting, the other women are sitting around um, a table at the pool. They offer... Uh, Joe a drink and he's like, like I'm on duty I don't drink and Connie's like I also don't drink same baby <laughs> Paula is Paula in this scene wearing a silk turtleneck because <laughs> it looked like it was made of silk yeah it was weird I couldn't figure it out but it was like under another silk shirt as well it was under has- it was a hot pink like silk looking turtleneck and then there was like this huge cable knit yellow sweater with flowers oh it was cable knit yeah it was it was not a good look that one oh nothing she wears in this did did not like that did not like that so they're at patty's salon not every like all of these scenes with the women it's like two or three of them just randomly together Mm -hmm. this scene especially has no purpose whatsoever (laughs) they're kind of gossiping about um, Susan a little mm-hmm. bit and and the cop like ooh la la and then 
Julia's under the dryer <laughs> and it gets turned on and she's just screaming at them. What? what? Bitch, you're under a fucking dryer. You're not going to hear anything. Stop trying and to listen. And they keep yelling, later, Julia. So stupid. It was. Yes. So that was one of many unnecessary, unnecessary scenes. Um, as we go on, the detective just is like more and more into Susan. It's yes. so ridiculously like unprofessional. <laughs> it is. And <laughs> I don't know. He's so weird when he drives um, Susan and her son home after she gave him a tour of the city or whatever. <laughs> Chad, the son, is like going to run away. And Joe's like, hey, listen, uh, play hard, play fair. Don't use steroids because they're against the law. Why are you giving him this advice that he did not ask for? He's like eight as well. He probably doesn't even know what fucking steroids are. I'd be like, so what? weird. What? I did like when she drove past him as he was playing football. <laughs> and she like stops and she's like, hi. And he's like, hi, mom. And then he just gets completely tackled by everybody on the team. Like, that didn't need to be in it either, but they were like, we got to have laughs. I know. <laughs> this weird scene uh, in. Got to humanize these people somehow. <laughs> so They're strange. always getting their kids beamed in the head. Um, the detective goes to talk to Jan's husband at his fancy car dealership. Nothing really happens there, right? We just no, learned except that- her husband claims that um, Jan had a passion for helping the less fortunate, which seems like a lie. Yes, it was, because she's a <laughs> rancid bitch. <laughs> um, Susan is now the president. She has taken the throne mm-hmm. as PTA in charge. PTA mom in charge. Um, there's kind of whispers amongst the ladies of, because they're all at lunch, and Morgan Fairchild's like, oh, look at my giant new ring. Nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. And so she gets up and goes, I don't know, to the bathroom or something, leaves. And they're all like, well, how can she afford this new jewelry? Oh, maybe she was embezzling money because she's literally the worst person you could pick as treasurer because she can't <laughs> even add two and two. Like, you know, my goodness gracious. I understand that you don't have to be a math whiz to be PTA treasurer, but you should at least like, write down the figures she doesn't even (laughs) (laughs) she's bad she's bad at her job (laughs) so they're all leaving the restaurant and the detective just like pulls up outside he does this a lot just like shows up where susan is unacceptable he, he shouldn't know where she is like there's times where she's shopping and stuff like how do you know what fucking store i'm at right now it's weird what are you doing So he picks Susan up outside of the restaurant because he's like, I got to discuss official business with you. (laughs) And all of the ladies (laughs) are like, oh, yeah, sure. I bet you're going to go grocery shopping together. (laughs) (laughs) So while they're shopping, we find out that um, the spa they talked about Paula going to after her divorce was actually Betty Ford Clinic because Mm -hmm. she had a drinking problem. Yeah, she's good now, except for the Coke that we find out is a nurse's. Yeah, later on. <laughs> but she needed the Coke that she needed. <laughs> um, so at, 
Oh, the car wash again. I guess I didn't realize there was a previous car wash scene. What are they doing here? They're just chilling out at the car wash. Just gossiping at the car wash. Were they just like, hey, let's go get our cars washed and stand around while they wash them together? Like, it's a Tuesday car wash appointment. But who else is at the car wash? Susan's idiot. Uh Uh-huh. And he's overhearing all of the shit they're talking about Susan's marriage to him being shit. And like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they think there's something going on with her and the cop. Mm -hmm. And then cut to them in bed tonight. Tonight. (laughs) What do you think they're doing tonight? Tonight. 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 (laughs) Um. That night, cut to them in bed that night. They had not been speaking. And then he just like out of nowhere is like, I expect to hear about our problems from you, not from people at the car wash. And she's like, what are you talking He's like, our news is front page headlines. I don't understand why everyone knows our business. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> then we find out, oh, he's feeling this way. Because he has a guilty conscience because he had an affair. With Jan. Yes, we don't find that out till later, but it was fucking Jan. Jan fucking everyone's husband's out here. Everyone's husband. God damn, Jan. I mean, eh, I don't, I'm too tired to fuck anybody else's husband. (laughs) Way too much work. Seems so exhausting to have multiple affairs within your friend group, too. Like, yeah, that is never going to be a good idea for you. Never, never, never. Although nobody seems to give a fuck. Like everybody gets along and it's never like, I don't know. It's so strange. (sighs) They're a strange group of gals. (laughs) That is very true. So we find out, yeah, he has an affair. Um, They're at... The club again, the swim mm-hmm. club. Paul is getting rubbed up by Kevin, the lifeguard. Who yeah, he's be like 18, 17 yeah, years old. Yeah, and he's Julia's, the exterminator's wife's son. Oldest son. Yeah. She also has like a two-year-old. Right, right. Which is weird. Yeah, I always think it's weird when like moms like have babies when their kids are in high school like I don't know I guess if you're if your child is able to have kids like maybe it's time for you to not have any more children just seems like seems weird (laughs) I feel like usually it's uh not on purpose like they think they can't anymore yeah that is true so Paula is like boy I'm really thirsty for some iced tea Susan, Susan, can I trust you to get me some? Or are you going to yeah, poison it like you poison everybody else? <laughs> my God. So she brings her the iced tea. Morgan Fairchild puts her little sweetener in it and then instantly dies. Instantly again. <laughs> and then we just cut to her funeral. And everyone is giving Susan the side eye. Everyone. Yes. How uncomfortable. He's uh, her husband, her idiot is going to go away for a business trip to St. Louis. And she's like, yeah, she doesn't want him to go, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then he says, let it go. I did. Is he referring to her being upset that he had an affair? Yes, I was (laughs) 
furious. Let it go. I did. Well, I'm glad you let it go. Yeah, I'm glad you're over it. You what piece a of piece shit. of fucking shit. What an asshole. Eat his guts. Oh, my God. So, um, Joe is, Joe the cop is at Paula's house. Mm-hmm. Like looking for evidence or what information, whatever. And Charlene just waltzes on in. Yep, uses a key that she has. She said that she's coming to get her samples back. Mm-hmm. Her swatches. They were working on a design project together or something. Yeah, but she was acting very suspect. But I think she's just a fucking weirdo who needs to get. Yeah, I asked. think we were supposed to think that like. She was using that as an excuse to, to to get to the cop to give him like the secrets that yeah. harboring. But they don't she doesn't really play it that way. She she plays it like she did just show up to give her swatches and then remembers that she has a secret. Right. Uh the cop's going over the books and it's like not adding up. Things aren't mm-hmm. looking right. So So we need someone to look at this. Yeah. Who's gonna look at the books for us? Um, how about a professional police officer who knows about auditing financial oh, records? Man, you sweet summer <laughs> child. <laughs> no, we're going to ask Susan to do it because she's oh, a right. hottie boom body. Because she's in the PTA. Mm-hmm. And so she'll understand. Um, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what he says. <laughs> You'll know what all these numbers are for or when they're not right. Mm. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Great. So we're back back at the fucking salon again. Oh, wait. What did Susan or what did Charlene tell Joe at the house? What was Um, the secret? Oh, she told him about Kevin and Paula. Oh, and Paula. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So because they were hooking up together. Um, So at the salon, Susan's there getting her hair done. And they're like, well, your husband's out of town. Who are you getting your hair done for? And she's like, my fucking self. And they're like, okay, right. <laughs> like, but like good? her hair looked exactly the same. Right. What was that? That was my cat making a weird noise. <laughs> it sounded like a person. And I was like, why is there like a lady in your house? <laughs> she... Jumped up on top of her little scratcher thing and just looking at the ceiling, going, Oh my god, <laughs> she's insane! Cats are so fucking weird. Remember that dream I had? Remember that dream I had last night where I had a <laughs> Do cat you remember? named Rose. <laughs> it was a beautiful cat, it was white and it had pretty blue eyes. And but Lenny and Oliver were not happy about it, like they were yeah. okay, but then every time she would like get up to move, they would hiss at her and stuff. Like, I don't know Sounds if a third, right. a third cat named Rosé would work. <laughs> um, so they're at the salon. Susan leaves. Uh-huh. They're kind of all talking shit. Connie's under the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> it starts fritzing. And she appears zaps. to die. Yeah, she like slides down <laughs> the chair. Her they hair think she's is dead. They're slapping her face to see if <laughs> she goes, does the Mercedes Come in a baby blue. <laughs> like, what? Well, and then they go, they run to the police station, and they're like, we want to report a murder, an attempted murder. 
But like, who are you accusing? Your dryer fritzed out. Yeah. Like, that's a completely electrical issue because of your shoddy shit, Patty, Patsy. Um, Connie still has the foils in her hair and she yes. starts to take them out and then a bunch of her hair falls yeah. out. Be awful. Which like, was she getting her hair bleached? Why would it? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm I, sure hair dye had way more chemicals in it in 1990. Maybe just so. they were like, oh, well, it electrified her hair and now it just like uh, it's falling out. Although it looks sense. totally fine later on. You, yeah, no. Everything's <laughs> Patsy's great. the best hairstylist in America. Um, so Joe's back over at fucking Susan's house because he just wants to be with Susan all the time. And he gets a phone oh. call at her house. Yes. Which is so weird. Um, yeah, I said, oh, the 90s. <laughs> it's like that would never happen now. No. Um, I do want to just talk about another scene that actually doesn't matter to the plot, but really made me laugh, which is Julia and Charlene in that art class where they're like oh sculpting. <laughs> There's a nude model and Julia's just like aggressively slapping the clay and then squeezing it, <laughs> slapping yeah. and squeezing it. <laughs> and then she, some, one of them goes, I love art. Was her because she asked the man to turn toward yeah. her, and they make it seem like she's just staring directly at his dog. Right at his dick. I right love his dick art. <laughs> we find out Kevin, the lifeguard, is missing now. Nobody yes. knows where Kevin is. Julia doesn't seem all that concerned. Oh no, she I guess seems, there is that one. She's upset her. because she has to sit on her husband's lap and then he like bounces her like a fucking baby. Their house and his dad. <laughs> Kevin's dad is ridiculous. Like why why were there flies everywhere? He's an exterminator, not a man made of manure. Like it doesn't make any sense <laughs> because he's an exterminator. Him. There are bugs everywhere around. I don't. Him. I don't know. I guess I didn't even notice that was happening. How funny! They it was I, like played for laughs, and I'm like, this. He would not have bugs in his if house. If anybody wouldn't have bugs, it's the exterminator. But it also shows you just how like grossly new money they are. Yes. Uh, their house is so tacky. She was wearing like a headband that looked like a scrunchie that had been cut. So it's like a straight line, <laughs> but then formed in a weird abstract way and then like sprayed with like adhesive so it doesn't move. And then she put it on her head. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> I'm going to get them. Um, he goes to talk to Charlene. Charlene straight up is like, I want to fuck you. <laughs> For real. She's like, well, there might have been something between them. And there could be something between us, too, if you like. I was like. Damn, Charlene shooting your shot. Go for it. Uh, and we find out Jan fucked Charlene's husband. <laughs> out of control. This woman had My- no no boundaries yeah <laughs> uh so, so it's halloween they're having a halloween bash at the school yeah. joe takes susan um oh because he showed up to be like why didn't you tell me he was mad again that she kept another secret and i don't remember what it was 
Oh, maybe it was about her husband and Jan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Oh, no, or was it? It was about the, it was about the lifeguard. It was about Paul and the lifeguard. Who cares? Why would he be so mad about that? I know. Because he wants to know who's having fucking sex with each other. But she says to him, please don't be angry. Because if I didn't have you, dot, dot, dot. Sending some mixed signals to this guy, ma'am. Oh, absolutely. Um, Her daughter, Chrissy, (laughs) is like not liking him, stalking around her mom. No, she's she like, gives him the business. Leave my mom alone. She's married and doesn't need a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because he thought he was going to go call, talk to her and calm her down. And she just like screams in his face. No. Susan is approached by a terrifying child, oh a little girl God. dressed in a devil costume. And she's like, are you Mrs. Whatever? I'm the devil. This yeah. is for you. <laughs> And then runs away after she hands so her note. Sinister. Nobody knows who this little kid is. They're like no, they never fight, even find out who she was. No. Maybe she didn't really exist. So the note is that somebody wants to meet her in the fun house. And she mm-hmm. so she's like, Oh, it must be Joe wants to mm-hmm. meet me in the fun house. We'll make it a fun house. This is a very long scene where she's looking for Joe in a very dark, empty fun house. You would think there would be a shit ton of kids running around in there, <laughs> but no, <laughs> totally empty. True. <laughs> didn't even think about that. And she just gets knocked out. Yeah, but it's hard to see what she gets hit with. But did you notice the melody of that clown laughing in the background? Is it really no. maybe? I don't know. It was like, <laughs> like, like to the tune of a song. It really was so no. strange. Ugh. That would be a scary thing to hear, like as you be pummeled <laughs> with a bat in a fun house. <laughs> so they're back at Susan's house, and she's on the couch, and Joe brings Jesus her hot chocolate. Fucking Christ. Um, and they have this whole conversation about how they see each other or something. And she says that how she sees Joe is dangerous territory. Gross. And he's like, you probably shouldn't be alone tonight. Uh, I'll stay here. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they make out. They smoochie smoochie. Yeah. But then they um, got to cut it short because the kids come home. So she calls her husband mm-hmm. and she's like, I miss you. I want you to come home. And he's like, tough shit. I can't like, whatever. I'm in St. Louis. Yeah. He's and like, I got stuff to do. She says, okay, I love you. And he says, kiss the kids for me and call if I can do anything. And I loved how she was like, I just I did. Just did. Thank you. <laughs> you fucking idiot. So in the morning, Susan, Joe, and the kids are having brekkie around the table an idiot comes home early. Comes and home is early. Not happy to see Joe sitting at his table with his family eating breakfast, probably yes. in his seat. <laughs> oh, for sure. And Joe is like so passive aggressive. He does this a couple times where he's like, Well, I didn't think your family should be alone uh, last night since you had other things to do. You had more important <laughs> stuff going on. Yeah, Joe's a real dick. Everyone's a real dick. (laughs) So Susan asks Joe to leave and sends the kids to school. And then her and idiot are fighting. 
Um, and then he has the audacity to tell her that she has to make a choice between believing him that he'll never cheat again or keep using it as a wedge to drive the marriage apart. How dare you put that on her? I know. I know. It's so awful. so mad. Yeah, he's a complete asshole. And you know he's going to cheat on her again. Like, if you have no scruples about sleeping with your, like, wife's friend. Yeah. I doubt you're going to have any reservations in the future if it's just some rando person at, like, a bar when you're at a business trip. You know what I mean? Exactly. He loves business trips. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. You know, when he was calling her, too, it didn't look like a hotel room he was calling from. It looked like a house. You're right. It looked like a house. Um, So for some reason, Joe decides to go to the country club, into the locker room. I don't know why. It's not really explained. But what happens in there? Well, he opens a locker, holds up. I don't know. He tells us later what it is, but they didn't really show it to us. And then he like, you know, he's figured it out by looking at this thing. So he turns around and then a shelf gets shoved over and it's fucking Kevin, the lifeguard with a weird clear mask on. I, my grandma had one of those masks at her house and I put it on one time and it is terrifying. I'll send you the picture later. It's so scary looking. It's like a creepy weird mask from like the thirties or something. And it's clear, but it'll have like eyebrows painted on it and like so little blush like painted on. It's so fuck. They're so fucking scary. But it, so he was just hanging out in mm-hmm. this locker room with a mask on this whole time. With a mask on. Why did he have that at all? Maybe to protect his face from his baby shave that he just gave. <laughs> Yeah, because the reason Joe knew he was there is because the razor in his locker was wet. Yeah. So there's this giant chase scene. Oh, my God. So dumb. He finally catches him, and Kevin's like, how did you know it was me? (laughs) Kevin, who has the most distinctive hair aside from Patsy in this movie, how did you know it was me? I don't know. You're the missing kid and this is where you work and your hair. And also (laughs) what the fuck? So they're like talking about how he was a supplier. Mm -hmm. He was able to get Paula some Coke. And then Joe's attention is directed to the little sugar caddies. mm -hmm. And that's when his little light goes off because everybody, every member of the club has like a permanent table, mm-hmm. which I, they must have a lot of fucking tables because what if, yeah. I, what if someone who's not a regular comes in and right. just wants a table and everyone's there. So everyone has their regular table. So he's like, Oh, so really all you'd have to do is swap one of these sweetener packs mm-hmm. with something bad and just wait it out. Huh? Yep. That's what it was. That's Joe. exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. Then we find out about the hit and run. He's like diving into the records of all yes. these ladies. There's a little shoplifting going on. We find out that Marty's husband was killed in a hit and run. Mm-hmm. 
And that was reported at like 9.17 on whatever night. And then like 20 minutes later, Connie was pulled over for a DUI. Well, I thought Connie didn't drink. Well, not now. Not anymore. Um, So Susan, Susan goes to Connie's because she's like, ding, ding. Connie will have answers to this money stuff in her notes. Like she'll have taken notes of things that were said at the meeting. So she she races over there. Mm hmm. She goes to Connie's house, pours herself a glass of water, and then picks up Connie's drink and is like, sniff, sniff, this is alcohol. Yes. Looks, immediately looks in the trash. Finds, finds an empty an bottle. Empty booze bottle. Mm-hmm. And um, then she also finds, dun, 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 oh, under yeah, a pile after- of papers that she knocks over her recipe for her crab sandwiches. Because... It wasn't an old family recipe, you dirty liar. It's from the TV Guide. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know TV Guide. No, that's a lie. I didn't know TV Guide put recipes in there because I used to read them when we got the TV Guide. So Connie, um, immediately after telling us that it's a TV Guide recipe, has a gun on Susan. Oh, my God. And she <laughs> is not good at holding that gun. I no, did not. she was holding it like it weighs 40 pounds. <laughs> She's like how to use her other hand. To it was it so afraid. strange the way she was holding it. Um, <laughs> so she's like got this gun on Susan, and Susan's oh no, don't da 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 da. Meanwhile, <laughs> Joe and idiot have like teamed up. Teamed up, yeah. And they run to the gym because that's where they think Susan is. Mm-hmm. They figured out. Connie's the killer. Somehow. Somehow. Well, they have a lot of exposition while they're driving together in the car, and he kind of explains how he figured it out. What I find very interesting is if they realize Connie is the killer, why did Joe go to the fucking gym first? Why did he not go to Connie's house to arrest her first? Because he he wasn't doing his job. He was going to warn Connie, or... Susan. So that's all he cares about. He's bad at his job. Yeah. So we find out Paula and Connie were drinking buddies. Mm -hmm. After a drunken night, Connie spilled the beans to Paula about the hit and run and killing Marty's husband. Paula was blackmailing Connie. Mm -hmm. That's why she had all of this fucking money. And that is why Connie killed her. Yes. But she first tried to kill her with the crab sandwich that ended up being taken to Jan. So we find out that Jan wasn't actually the intended target. Um, Connie felt like it was fine because everybody hated Jan anyways, which is crazy. So they're on their way to Connie's. Mm -hmm. Right as they get there. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Connie takes Susan into the car and mm-hmm. drives away. So now yeah, she heard chase. the siren. Yeah. So now there is a chase scene. <laughs> the women at the gym. <laughs> and they all oh, climb yeah. into the roach mobile and take <laughs> off. And so now there's a three car <laughs> pursuit. Yeah. It's so it was crazy. ridiculous. Where does, where does the uh, pursuit end Bridget? Well, first let me tell you that Connie almost runs over a construction guy who yells, <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, look out, you! Look out, you! <laughs> and they end at the car wash. <laughs> Connie pulls into the car wash. Idiot gets out of Joe's car and just starts pushing his way through those little, like, what do you call those, like, rotating towel things? Yeah, I mean, car wash, a car wash, like the brushes and bristles and octopus things. This is, like, where Idiot goes full idiot. This is, like, busting through the things, and he's like, Susan! Susan! Meanwhile, Joe is still at the rear of the car wash where everybody entered. Mm -hmm. You would think he'd go to the exit since idiots already at the end, like the entrance. So no one's getting out that way. But guess what? The exit is fully like open. Well, he turns the car wash off so they get stuck and have to get out of the car. I think that's what he was trying to do. Is like, oh. the car. but that doesn't really make any sense either because then he would have to chase her on foot. Yeah. Um. So Connie has a gun on Susan, and a very soapy, bubbly idiot is finally able to express his feelings like a normal fucking person. Susan, I love you. <laughs> So they're having this like breakthrough in their relationship and fucking Julia comes around from the road and is like, I'm going to cut him off. I know how to do this. <laughs> Which is a weird thing to say. And she like parks the car right in front of the exit and the roach flies off <laughs> into the car wash. <laughs> She's so upset. It's like she lost a Connie- member of her family. <laughs> Connie hears it sliding up behind her and just turns around and shoots. Um, and then Con- or Susan's able to get away. And yes, Julia is like so upset about that fucking roach. Really only because she keeps saying, Harry's going to kill me. You can afford another roach. Yeah. And then Joe cuffs Connie and she goes, she's like totally back to being totally normal and cool. Yes. She goes, what if I promise not to t- or tell about this till after the election or something? She was like, or can we keep this from my husband? That's what she said. Oh, yeah. Can Is we there keep, any this way to keep this from my husband? Yeah. like, Bitch, Have you been alive in the world ever? <laughs> murder two people and we're going to murder a third. No. Um, find out then they're having a pool or a groundbreaking ceremony for the pool. <laughs> Everyone's happy. Susan I loved the way, uh, sorry, that no, she, no. like, choked out that it was the Jan Mayfield Memorial Pool. Like, she had this very fake smile on her face. And she was like, the Jan Mayfield. Like, it was so well-delivered. I loved it. So weird. And she sees Joe, like, hanging out like a creep. Mm-hmm. So she goes down to talk to him. And it's basically like a, oh, what could have been, right, Joe? Like, I was your only partner ever. Like, what yeah. the Presumptuous. But, okay. Um, and I was like, wouldn't it be funny if we found out that like Joe is actually a marriage counselor and he's like <laughs> trying to make people's uh, marriages better <laughs> and he drives away to the sunset, but he's hooking up with, um, he's going to hook up with what's her name, right? Charlene. Cause he says, so, yeah, he says, do you know anything about opera? That's interesting because this is based on a book. It's a whole series, the Susan Henshaw mysteries or something. Are you joking? No, there are 16 books, and the most recent one came out 
last year. Jesus Christ. Um, But there's nothing about the opera. So, yeah, I was like, oh, the next book is, the second book is about opera. No. Hmm. So it wasn't like a a little Easter egg for those who had read the book. Weird. (laughs) Well, that was that movie. That was Menu for Murder. It It was so crazy. So distinctly 90s to just have women playing horrible, horrible bitches Mm -hmm. who are flippant about very serious things like kidnappings and murders. And like affairs and just so bonkers. It was just, it was a fun movie though. I loved it. I loved it. It was a delight. It was just, it was fun seeing all those random actresses Mm -hmm. thrown together and like the outfits were off the wall insane oh my god oh boy <laughs> worth watching alone just it, to see all it was outfits. it was really funny and honestly the scene with him covered in bubbles at the car wash <laughs> i screamed with laughter i it, it like became a totally different movie like the tone was. shift <laughs> susan i love you susan <laughs> while he's covered in fucking suds it was just so funny it was so funny. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, it that it was really funny. It was a good movie. If you're looking for just something totally bonkers to watch where mm-hmm. a sandwich is a murder weapon, watch <laughs> this. It's always yeah, fun to see Edie McClurg, too. Like, I love seeing Edie McClurg pop up and shit. She is, she's in everything. She's so funny. I My favorite of hers... I don't know if it's Ferris Bueller or Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, but her, oh, she is yeah. so good in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, my God. So fun. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, yes. so this was great. Agreed. This was great. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Yes. Excellent pick, Anne. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with another probably insane movie. Yes, we will. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) All right. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.